Super Talk Mississippi media production. Did you know Toyota Brookhaven has sold more new vehicles the last two years than any other dealership in southwest Mississippi? Come see why. Exit 40 Brookhaven or online at toyotabrookhaven.com. Great service, great savings. At Toyota Brookhaven, we deliver. This is Rebecca Turner, and thank you for listening to the Good Things Podcast here on Super Talk Mississippi. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour. Well, I'm going to Mississippi, Mississippi, here I come. You're listening to Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Well, I'm going to Mississippi, Mississippi, here I come. Bringing you the good stories of Mississippi's people, places, and things to do. Now, now, here's Rebecca. Afternoon, Super Talk Mississippi. You are tuned into your radio happy hour. That's the good things. I'm your host, Rebecca Turner. We've got Rhino in studio today. And don't you forget, you can listen to good things. We are streaming live over at supertalk.fm. We're also streaming from the Super Talk Mississippi app. You know, you can always find us on your local Super Talk Mississippi radio station, and you can watch us too. We are on your computer or your mobile device. Just head on over to supertalktv.com. Thought we'd kick off this day with a good headline and some good news coming out of Saltillo. Over 400 Saltillo, am I saying it correctly? Saltillo High Saltilla. School. Saltillo High School students participated in the spread kindness walk yesterday on their campus there's a wonderful photo over on the good things facebook group where you can see it it uh was an event that was organized by a junior miss kennedy tedford she wanted to encourage the student body to spread kindness and encouragement to everyone so they got out enjoyed the sunshine united together and went for a stroll i think it's a beautiful story and it's a wonderful i guess representation of our kids get it oftentimes whenever we don't. So if you want to spread kindness walk at your campus, you could definitely organize one um, as well. So the picture makes me feel just a little old, though. Why is that? Because right there, the very front of the pack, you've got a kid wearing a Jurassic Park hoodie. Uh-huh. And then two over, you've got a young lady wearing a Nirvana T-shirt. And I remember being Both? back in high school where you would wear things that were maybe a little bit past your generation like our generation we'd wear the pink floyd or the led zeppelin or the rolling stones or something and she's got nirvana on and he's got Jurassic park on which means we're the old fogey <laughs> now okay so that reminds me of uh the mtv shirts that came back out like the retro ones that came back out for like my daughter's age group the tweens the 10 year olds and i'm like yeah one probably not a if you're not going to be able to watch it, <laughs> watch anything on the station, you probably shouldn't be touting it at that age, too. It was just a retro sort of look and whatever. But that also made me feel old. But talking about that, I saw a headline of um, a girl. I guess she was an SVU or a Law & Order SVU fan. Marisha, I won't say her last name correctly. Mariska Hargitay. Mariska Hargitay, whatever. That nice lady who has literally, I think, been a part of the show every every episode, all the seasons. She's hung in there to the point where folks believe like she's real, like she is that particular. If I'm not mistaken, I think she actually has gone through the training to be a real-life crisis counselor. Yes, because the response to her uh, character on the show was so overwhelming for victims and other they they reenact or, I guess, um, display such realistic uh, 
um, dialogues or, or storylines for so many people, why I can't watch it because it's my worst nightmare. <laughs> um, you folks find it great entertainment. So strange. Uh, but there are so many of you who do. I get it. This uh, this girl, I guess she's not young girl. She's probably in her mid-20s. She had on an SVU t-shirt. She decided last minute to wear it. I mean, I, I didn't even know they made fan club t-shirts for it, but she had it. And it had the ladies. What's their name on the show? Wait, Olivia. Olivia. Look at you knowing these things. On it, it was like kind of on. Anyway, she hopped on a plane. She was headed somewhere. And lo and behold, what are the odds that Marissa or Olivia was actually on the plane, same plane that she was, recognized it, recognized, and then she recognized her great photo, social media opportunity, complete serendipitous sort of whatever rhythm of the universe to, to create that opportunity. But... What are the odds? Like that's pretty cool. I thought that was I thought that was a neat story, uh, that way. But yeah, good stuff over there on the Good Things Facebook group. The other thing though, that's the good news. I've got some heartbreaking news for you today. Very lighthearted. It's not heartbreaking. Don't worry. Nothing bad's coming. I don't know. You may take it as bad as I did. Scrolling through social media last night. Okay, that that's it. That's the headline. <laughs> that's heartbreaking enough. <laughs> <laughs> a night spent on social media <laughs> that was this that's all you needed pray for me um so our mississippi state extensions social media people they do a wonderful job of putting out informative educational type posts and i saw one where it was myths about mosquito hawks and y'all my heart's broken i was last night years old learning and don't laugh at me if you've always known this apparently my husband has known this forever he never shared this information with me if he did it was an indirect conversation to where i remembered it and stored it as information in which i now know but apparently a lot of us think that mosquito hawks eat mosquitoes or some of you may think that mosquito hawks kind of in the name that's what i thought why would you name something it's not implied like it's totally implied false advertisement fake news and or you think it's a really big mosquito so it's two camps it's usually it's a really big mosquito kill it bad 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 or it's oh my gosh this is the saving grace of like mosquitoes in your house if you get in you leave them along they're gonna they're gonna eat the you know eat the real mosquitoes neither of that is true what did you know this I knew that the name was a misnomer, but I thought they still might eat them from time to time. Okay, so so here's more. That's not their real name. They're considered crane flies. Well, yeah. But still. That's like Granddaddy Loglegs is not the name for that spider, but that's what everybody calls it. Well, and you too think that that or Granddaddy Longleg eats other spiders. That is a myth, yeah. They apparently eat dead bugs. Devastating. And they're called harvestmen. That's worse. Let's stick with Granddaddy Longlegs. That sounds infinitely less creepy than whatever you just said. Harvestmen. That sounds terrible. Unless it's used in the Bible. Go harvestmen, but not in that way. That's completely different. Okay, so I had no idea. They may look like overgrown mosquitoes. I knew they weren't, and I knew they didn't bite. At those two things, I did not know. The thing that, I, that just breaks my heart is the fact that they do not eat mosquitoes. Like, I was crushed by it do you know what do eat mosquitoes what bats that's not living in my house so (laughs) yeah but they more than likely live around your house there are a lot more bats out there than you would think and they do like eating mosquitoes 
you know, it's a great relationship. I don't know you're there. You live happily ever after. I think we should carry on that way. I am going to be genuinely disturbed. Not if I know a bat is in the yard, like backyard, but if you're, if my back porch is your habitat and I find out about it, we we may not drive well. From what I understand about bats, in order to get them on a back porch, you would more than likely have to have a hot tub or a pool or something back there. Louie from the 662, Harvestman sounds like a gospel quartet. <laughs> I was thinking that or like a horror movie. I was thinking a horror movie. I don't know what came to mind, but the Jeepers Creeper, uh, where the it's... See, I was picturing like a scarecrow with a Candyman hook. Well, it's... In Jeepers Creeper, like where he, they're coming around with the the truck comes yeah, the up big behind scary the truck. big scary truck, yeah, it, yeah, that's just sort of what. So it's two, it's completely two different camps, of sort of thinking about that. My poodle loves eating mosquito hawks. David and Indianola said. I mean, I've always felt porch cat loves chasing them. So, which is so cruel because it feels like they're they can't defend themselves, and so now we're just creating my, our dogs enjoy playing with them or our dog enjoys playing with them and too but they are short-lived adults they don't necessarily feed they feed on nectar and other liquids so i'm not sure how much emotions that they have but they don't bite they don't damage plants they're not really pest they're just sort of a nuisance when they get indoors um, insecticide sprays are not very useful for them Physical exclusion practices such as window screens and closed doors are the best defense against them. So you feel kind of a little remorse knowing that they're not like going to harm anything, like taking them out with a fly or a fl- uh, f- um, fly flap or flip flop. Fly swatter. We call them fly flaps. <laughs> Get the fly flap. <laughs> we call them fly flaps. Or a flip-flop, cause, but they are a nuisance. <laughs> you never that sounds pop- like the beginning of a children's book. <laughs> a fly-flap? A fly-flap and a flip-flop. <laughs> a fly, that's all you need. You can take away a lot of pesk worries in your house to have a fly-flap and a flip-flop. You do, dogs, though, are immediately skittish of a fly-flap. Like, you pick one up, and it's automatic. They're like, I may have never hit, been hit by one, but I feel like that's up to no good. That's nothing's, nothing good is coming at the end of a flap lap. <laughs> You're going to start calling You can feel back. the intention yeah. imbued within the fly swatter. So, I don't know. To kill or not to kill, but they're not killing mosquitoes. There is your awful, awful headline for the day. But stick with us. We, we may have some good news for you coming up next. stories that make you smile. This is Good Things with Rebecca Turner on Super Talk Mississippi. 
the Super Talk app and at supertalk.fm. Things we are on your computer, your mobile device, so you can watch us on Roku and Amazon Fire TV devices, even YouTube. You can also watch good things live on Ceasefire TV if you got that. We are on channel 70 right next to the Weather Channel. And for those, I guess, in central Mississippi, maybe up, it could turn into a weather being weather aware for this afternoon into the night. So just be aware of yeah, that. Yeah, the northwestern quadrant of the Magnolia State is the most in danger of severe weather. But the line of storms that will be making its way across Mississippi tonight and into early tomorrow morning looks kind of nasty. I mean, it's got a whole bunch of dark reds and purples in there. And uh, with the way there's energy in the atmosphere, with the way the line looks, with the way the wind's blowing, you could see strong winds blowing limbs down, knocking trees down in some places. You could see hail and there is the chance for some tornadoes to pop up. So, yeah, you're, you're going to want to keep your head on a swivel tonight and stay weather aware. <sighs> Which means make sure you have your weather alerts turned on and up. So in case you need to take precautions or whatever throughout the night hours, I always say it like, why during the night? I mean, late afternoon's fine. Like, let me get home from work. <laughs> if I could schedule my tornadoes around my busy life and my convenience, please, God, that would be please and thank you. Uh, but no, I mean, obviously, nothing to joke about, but still just being weather aware and being cautious. If you've been enjoying the last day or two of nice weather and you might have set up one of those uh, umbrellas on your back porch. Oh, take those down. Might want to go ahead and take it down because the wind, if nothing else, the wind is kicking up. And then the the wind, I mean, umbrellas and the trampolines are two things. Just make sure they are secured, but definitely the umbrellas. Those things are like flying torpedoes whenever they catch a big gust of, of wind under them, and it would be devastating or sad at, the, at least. Not as devastating as finding out that mosquito hawks don't actually eat mosquitoes. So now I need to know, do anteaters eat ants? Have yes, I, they do. Oh, thank you, Jesus. But... We talked about granddaddy long legs or harvestmen, as they're mm-hmm. supposed to be known. One of the myths is that they're one of the most venomous spiders on the planet, but they can't bite you and break the skin. Well, neither of those are true. They are venomous, and they can break the skin. They aren't anywhere near the world's most venomous, and they really can bite you. Well, now I'm terrified. They do look extraordinarily creepy. I did read where... Oh, what's the spider, the wolf spider that can get really big? Oh, yeah. Do they eat other spiders? They eat spiders. Okay. And fleas and ants and all kind of other bugs you don't want around. So get familiar with the wolf spider. The bigger they are, the more they've been protecting your house, I assume. And then I know, like with snakes, it's most of most of us feel like all snakes should die. There's, I say all snakes, but, and king snakes have, have created an affection and at least my heart, because one, I can point them out like you can see the little speckles on their back. So you feel a little bit and they are kind of territorial, which, again, sentimental, mushy heart. If you stick around, then and you're, and you're not poisonous, obviously, 
you know, I become like you get named and, you know, our family looks for you. And we've had one at every house and we've been sad to leave it. But um, that we've ever been at. Do they actually eat other snakes? Is that true? Yes. Or do they snakes will eat other snakes. They'll eat rodents. They'll eat lizards. They'll eat. You might not like this one. If memory serves, I think king snakes will even eat turtle eggs. Oh, that's sad. I don't have a whole lot of turtles, I don't think, hatching <clears throat> around where I live. But the, since you mentioned turtles, though, I did uh, another good um, animal headline. This one's out of Texas. But this also may, may take your breath away if you're, if you're thinking about becoming a dad or a mom later in life. A first-time dad at 90 years old. It was a turtle out of Houston Zoo. <laughs> Okay. I should have stopped. That makes sense. I should have stopped the headline with first time dad at ninety years old. Mr. Pickles and his partner, forty three I mean fifty three year old Mrs. Pickles. So they're married. You do the math. He got himself a I guess she got no, she's not the cougar. He got himself He robbed the cradle. He robbed the cradle. <laughs> they welcomed three hatchlings Deal, Jalapeno, and I think Hurkin. Maybe saying that one wrong, but that's Gherkin? okay. Gherkin? Yeah, with a G. Gherkin. Gherkin, jalapeno, and dill. To Mr. Pickles. got to continue the, the pickle line. you got to continue the pickle line. Thank you. But yes, first time dad at 90 years old. Here's my thing. How, who's been around that man for 90, not man, male tortoise, turtle, for 90 years to know that this is his first go round? <laughs> Was he excited? Like, did he share? I was about to say, were there any like telltale signs that it was his first? <laughs> I don't know. But Mr. and Mrs. Pick- Mrs. Pickles had their first three um, hatchlings over the weekend, and it's a big. It's a big deal. <laughs> oh, that's what they named their first one. I assume. Let's shift to some good things that are going over on the Good Things uh, Facebook group. We were a day late, but that's okay. You guys really got into this one um, yesterday. Yesterday was National Chip and Dip Day, and I love it when they're vague. So it's not like a specific food or food or it's um, that you have to celebrate. They kind of just give you a combination, and then you get to share what your favorite one is. And you guys really have a lot of differing, differing. Differing? What's the right word? Dif- varying? Varying? It's differing. <laughs> differing is not a word. Different is a word. Different. <laughs> Conflicting? That's one. Varying? Differing. 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 Is it spelled different? <laughs> what would be the correct spelling if you were going to use? Different thing, it would be different, I-N-G. That's what I said. I don't think that's a real word, though. Oh. Should be. On what is the best chip and dip combination? Because the sky is really the limit. You got something crunchy, and then you dip it in something, and then you have a chip and dip combination. What's yours? I answered this during lunch yesterday, and I literally went through a list in my head until my mouth started watering. And the one it started <laughs> watering on, that's the one I went with. But my choice is really anywhere, but I chose two restaurants, Ruby Tuesdays and O'Charlie's, because they were the, the kind of memories I had mm-hmm. of having really good spinach and artichoke dip. 
but it's set off even more if you have good spin dip and it's being served with those really thin tortilla chips. The like really the, the crispy thinnest ones of possible that tortilla. has like the red dusty stuff on top oh, of yeah. it. Yeah, that's really good. That is really good. I, it would be a hard, hard tort. This is my love language. Chips and dip, salty, crunchy. Like this is this is where I thrive. And I'm not really sure I have met a combination that I don't like or wouldn't try. But it's really hard to pass up just a good old queso. And then a good a good chip for the dip. The ceasefire text line was doing their best <laughs> to help you out. From the six oh one, we have differentiating. That's an option for you. And then several people: Matt, Mark, Jeff, Fred. From the six oh one, differing instead of differenting. I like Amanda from Pike County. Beg to differ. Y'all beg to differ on your chip and dip combination i feel like that's just a miss it should be if mississippi had a dictionary differing should just be thrown in there in some some capacity matt and tupelo differing i feel differing i don't know why it's so hard for me that's the right one though but you got it you got the you got the gist of it that there are multiple ways that you can combine something crunchy and something creamy and dip it in there. I don't know. It's also hard, like homemade salsa, a good, and not even necessarily like from your home, restaurant-made, like in-house-made salsa. Well, almost see, I like mine almost though, like a, like a pico, but not quite a chunky. pico, chunky, but still have you know like a little liquid to it. That's not a, it's not a pico. It's a salsa to me, and it has to have a little bit of heat, so you keep going back for it. Because that's like the cool thing about spicy foods. Maybe I'm just weird, but when it comes to taking a chip and dipping it into salsa, like a tortilla chip into <clears throat> salsa, I like the salsa to be as runny and liquid as possible. But if I'm putting salsa on a dish, I want it to be chunky, like pico. Because you don't want wet food, moist food. But there's always, it's a bit of a challenge to get as much of the fluid liquid salsa onto a chip as possible. Ooh, nutta butter and a Nutella. That takes it to a completely different level. Lay's original dip and a good amount of cheese. Lay's original and a good amount of cheese. From the 601, different ways to differentiate the difference of differentiation. I like you. I appreciate you. <laughs> I appreciate all of you. Alright, stick with us. We got more up next. And the radio world, see sunrise Love in my woman's eyes Feel the touch of my precious child And no mother's love Rebecca Turner She looks healthy and sane Good Things with Rebecca Turner Continues on Super Talk Mississippi
forget you can listen to good things. We are streaming live over at supertalk.fm. You can also stream us from your Supertalk Mississippi app. Of course, you can always find us on your local Supertalk Mississippi radio station. But it is Friday here on Good Things. So we got Tanya in the house to talk movies. Welcome, Tanya. Thank you. And How you, are you? You said ruffles and French onion dip, and I yeah. was like, "Oh man, that is like a it's classic." So easy. It's and you ha- it has to be the one that comes in the little tin can <laughs> that you pull back the little top with. Like, let's not get fancy. They got it right the first time. Yeah, and and that is good. But my favorite is the kind that you get in the refrigerated section. You oh, know, you you bump it up just yeah. a little bit of a notch. <laughs> Yeah, I'm frou-frou. You're frou-frou. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, you know, you, you had all the uh, hors d'oeuvres for the Oscar party. Yeah, so, so we, I won't get dip again for a while. <laughs> all right, so what's hitting the uh, big screen this weekend? Well, there's three big new releases this weekend. Wow. Um, the first one is called A Good Person, and this one has Florence Pugh in it um, and our very own Morgan Freeman. So oh. anytime he shows up, I'm happy. Um, it is a rated R drama. And it's about a girl who survives a very tragic accident and is kind of just reeling from that. And, and you know, um, she's just so grief-stricken over what's happened and just trying to find redemption and keep going, you know. And so, you know, Morgan Freeman is he the good can't person? go wrong. I don't know. I haven't I mean, seen, seen it yet. I was like, he can't. Yeah, he can't yeah. not be right. Like he was God. Like you can't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah. So he's in her life, and um, it's sort of the one that I believe is kind of directing her and guiding her. Gotcha. So I think it's going to be a good one. They have a connection. I don't want to spoil anything because I have seen little chunks of it, but I haven't seen the whole. I thing. hope that's one that goes to streaming. It's probably not one that's going to get me to a movie like without kids. Yeah. But I would totally love to support him and at least see it. Yeah, and it's like I'm starting to, you know, I'm all for going to the theater and I want you to go to the theater to see movies, but I kind of got spoiled being able to watch them at home, especially right now, you know, and I know you're going through the same thing where you've got kids going in every direction and you've got to be four places at the same time. It's really hard this time of year for me to get to the theater, so I do miss all the streaming options. Especially for me, it's the options like to be super picky with your time when you don't have kids it's like is this is this worthy of the yeah, 3 or 4 hours yeah. that yeah instead of seeing everything you you know you have to narrow it mm-hmm. down for sure um and then the other um new release is the or the other one that is not going to be number 1 i guess is what i should say it's the last king and this is a good one for those of you who really just like to watch good performances um it's going to be a good one i don't think we'll see it come oscar time but it is um you know, a very strong cast, um, and Stephen Coogan is in it, who is always great with any role he's in. He's a very prestigious British actor, and um, it's the story of um, it's, it's inspired by a true story um, by a lady who believes that she has made an archaeological find of the century. Um, and it's actually the last burial site of King Richard III. And so she takes on some of Britain's most um, infamous historians to try to prove herself right. 
and um sally hawkins is the the leading actress in that one too and she's always great she was in that one that that weird movie that won an oscar a few years ago i've already forgotten it's the fish man in Um, terms of oscars what's the likelihood that something that comes out and i feel like they all know whether it's going to get oscar buzz or not or do they even think about that in terms of their timing of release because it feels like if it comes out right after oscars are over is it really gearing itself up for the next one? No. Am I overthinking I mean, the whole process? I really think that if it comes out this time of year, used to is really where all the duds parked. I mean, anything really before late. Well, I would say first quarter of the year. So, you know, first, probably really until about Memorial Day. That just meant that the studio really wasn't going to back it up come Oscar time. Um, but I'm sure some things have come through. Um, but, yeah, it's like, and especially right now with the pandemic, with release dates being all messed up, you probably can see it more right now. Like, I'm thinking everything, everywhere, all at once, maybe even was released about this time last year. Um, and who knew what was going to happen right. with it? Um, but yeah, I think it's definitely strategic. You wonder if it would have been released under normal circumstances, what it would have had the same. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You just never timing know. Timing is everything. It, timing is everything. It was a story that just resonated with people, and you know, you had to get to this place in time for that to happen. So yeah. who knows? Um, but I think there is a lot of planning and thought behind a lot of that. Um, but the big release this weekend is John Wick Chapter 4. This one will definitely come out on top, no doubt about it. Speaking of Shazam, did not do well. Really? I, I, I really thought that it probably wouldn't do as well as some other big movies like that as far as, you know. Is it because they don't have the following for like that the other ones do? Or? Well, you know, just like Marvel, you've got your diehard DC people that have kind of, there. there's a big group that will not support a film if it does not involve Zack Snyder. Uh, you know, and and I, so they're saying that has some to do with it. A lot of the DC people didn't turn up, um, and then the other thing is, uh, Zach came out. Zachary Levi came out this week and said, you know, I don't think it was marketed right. That they really didn't market it to families, and that it is a family movie. Now I agree with him. I think it is a good feel good kind of movie. But like I said last week, there were a couple of really scary scenes. So family, if you have older kids, I mean, young, I don't know, I would say maybe 10 and up, something like that. You know, based on your own child, you've got to make that decision. But there's no way I would take like a six or seven year old. I mean, to me, it's just a little bit scary. Um, But, you know, not all kids are the same. So it may not bother some like it would have mine at that age. And then probably parents don't necessarily want to go see something they don't know necessarily about where you would. Like you feel like you're connected to the Marvel universe a little bit deeper. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so and as we know, DC has just kind of been scattered all this time. Um so but they're trying to write that wrong and so maybe, you know, this that was the last of the old DC releases, so maybe things will change but i'm disappointed and you know as we talked about him last week zachary's such a good guy it's like i really wanted want him to be successful which he is even if the film doesn't do well maybe it'll do better in streaming well that and you still have lots of other countries and you know it did make 35 million which is not shabby you know it just didn't blow it it out of the water yeah it just didn't do what they anticipated so john wick Um, he still hadn't died he still (laughs) 
<laughs> he has not. How many lives does yeah. he have? <laughs> Him and Puss in Boots should go like do a movie <laughs> <Yeah>. together. <laughs> yeah, and Keanu has gone on record and said as long as they're making the movies, he's there. So you know it could go on forever. Um, the series. There is a spinoff called Ballerina, I think. Um, that he is set to make a cameo in, if I remember correctly. I read about that a while ago. But, yeah, so this one, um, John is in New York City um, p- plotting his revenge on the high table, which is the group of um, bad guys. Uh, cart- is that who killed uh, his dog in, like, the first or second one? Oh, no. I'm not sure. Mine says no. Okay. okay. <laughs> I was devastated. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Don't the mess people with that the killed his dog and stole his car are loosely related to the high table, but the high table are the uh, the big, important, influential people pulling the strings behind the scenes. I remember sitting up and this. going, they did that. They let him do that. They, they actually <laughs> killed the dog. <laughs> it's like, okay, it's there like goes dogs 10 and babies. people, but you the dog. No. no, dogs and babies are off limits. You should yeah. know. <laughs> um, but he's hiding underground, plotting revenge with the Bowery King. And um, anyway, he has to travel uh, to, to start his revenge process uh first off he kills the elder which i don't think i'm spoiling anything here um who is the only person that's kind of he's over the high table sort of and um anyway so this triggers everybody going after him of course um but this movie was the last movie uh, or one of the last movies um of Lance Reddick, who we talked about a couple weeks ago, Rhino told us while we were on the air that he had passed away. Um, he's got one more movie coming up on Disney Plus, uh, one of the little sorcerer movies. I've forgotten the name of it, but anyway, um, so that's kind of bittersweet because yeah. he's he's I just can't believe he's gone. He's only sixty years old, but um, anyway, this one is rated R, and all I can say is if you like the other ones you're gonna like this one yeah. i made mean, and i really don't think you have to see the ones before to, don't. to keep the dog up does. yeah <laughs> <laughs> but you know they do a good job of kind of you you know what's yeah. going on you know what you know what you're getting into if you're going to yeah into yeah the fourth one all righty we appreciate you tanya you guys stick with us to get more for you up next Rebecca Turner. She's smart and pretty. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. Sitting on a 
come back to good things. Don't forget, you can watch us on your computer, your mobile device. Just head on over to supertalktv.com. Coming up next Tuesday, you got Middays with Jar Gibbert. He is on the road. He's going to broadcast live at Communiversity. Uh, coming up Tuesday, he'll tell you all about the Lowndes County Job Fair in conjunction with the Governor's Job Fair Network. So you can tune into that on Tuesday from 10 to 1 right here on Super Talk. You can also go around the state and make sure you register for your Morgan Wallen tickets. He's coming to Oxford. He will be here April the 23rd with Mississippi Boy Hardy. He's going to be at the Vault Hemingway Stadium there in Oxford. If you want to find out where you can register for tickets, just go to supertalk.fm slash Morgan Wallen to find the full list of registration locations. <clears throat> Again, that's two sweet seat tickets that are up for the Morgan Wallen Sunday show April 23rd. It is brought to you by Farm South. First South Farm Credit. Y'all, I'm going to get to the end of this day, I promise. King's Daughter Medical Center, Jumpstart Test Prep, and Toyota of Brookhaven. I appreciate Jeff in Oxford that said, we need to create a Rebecca Turner book of words. My husband would have appreciated that almost two decades ago, Jeff, and he has been filling, him and Rhino, who's my work husband, have been diligently filling those in over the last several years to try to interpret interpret whatever the heck comes out of uh, my mouth. <laughs> I don't know. Things just pop into my head and then they, you know, it sounds right to me. That's all I can. That's all I can say. Jeff said he also went to watch Cocaine Bear this past week and he necessary he wasn't necessarily a fan. I could see that. But the, hey, that's what reviews are for. Hey, went what my thing just letting you know and you know you move on you mentioned though one of the movies that's that tanya was talking about should have been a movie a really long time ago oh yeah the story of finding the body of king richard the third the historical record of it sounds like a movie script before it ever even became a movie because the the historical record said that King Richard III was the last English king killed in battle, and his body was dumped by the victors of the battle in the river, and the remains would never be found. And this one lady, I forget her name, bless her heart, she was convinced that she could find King Richard III's body 500, 600 years after the fact. And she was convinced it was in this one area well, this one area used to be part of a priory or a nunnery or something like that, but currently it's a parking lot. And in the parking lot, there are different parking places, and one of the parking places was marked with an R for reserved. But she saw it as, oh, an omen. It's, it's R for Richard. He's got to be right here. And everybody thought she was crazy. And I wish she had like, to have been. There's no way this is going to work. There's there's no way. And then, sure enough, they dig right there in that parking space marked with an R. And there's King Richard III's body. Surprise! Man, to be her and be validated in that moment. I hope they show that in the movie. I hope they completely show how she responded and reacted. I just sat down and smoked a cigarette. Yeah! <laughs> Not really. <laughs> and it wasn't even because you think about it. Okay, how do you know it was King Richard the Third? You just found a skeleton in the ground under a parking lot. Except historians know that King Richard the Third suffered from scoliosis. He had curvature of the spine. His right shoulder was mm -hmm. higher than his left shoulder. They knew wounds he had gotten in the battle that killed him and stuff like that. And the more they sat there and looked at this skeleton in the parking lot, and they're like, "That's got to be him." 
Of course, they did the due diligence and did DNA testing and all that kind of stuff and discovered, yeah, it really is King Richard III's body. That's crazy. See, those are the type of stories I absolutely love. And sometimes, you know, the truth is more fascinating than anything fiction. You almost couldn't make that up. And then to have that opportunity to see it in film, that that would be one I would, I don't know if I'll go to the theater to see it, but it would be one that I would totally be into um, watching. I love documentaries on stuff like that or just reading about how you found the different sort of um, important bindings. That would be the same as you've, you know for a fact there's buried treasure in your backyard and X marks the spot. And then just so happened, the grass dies in an X. And you're like, hey, look, there's an X in the backyard. And you start digging, and then there's treasure. It just seems so unlikely. Yes, just ask the Oak Island people. <laughs> They're on what season now? And they've gotten all kinds of premonitions, ideas, thought processes. Rune stones. Rune stones. Heavy equipment. Heavy equipment stuck in there. Millions of dollars down the drain. Yeah, but they're also making millions of dollars off of this, off the TV show and the popularity of it. It's like now if they found it. That's how you know if they ever do find it. There's going to be a commercials for a three-hour special. This is true. We're wrapping this up. We're dying a bow on it. That's what we're doing here on Good Things, wrapping it up for the week and the day. But you got more coming up next. You got the Boys with Sports Talk Mississippi from 3 to 6. Rhino and I will meet you back here Monday at 2. But until then, I hope you all find time for the good things. Mississippi Media Production.